Be sure to check out the amazing merch we have on Teespring at POTN Official Store. Link provided in the description. Welcome back to another episode of the Potent Podcast, a podcast dedicated to all people, motivating all of you listeners to go that one step further in your lives. I am your host, Takura, and today I am joined by a fantastic guest and very good friend of mine. We studied at the same university of Teesside. He's a fellow former student ambassador, one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my lifetime with an extremely exceptional work ethic. I'd like to introduce you all to Hazim. Hazim, welcome to the show. Hello. Welcome, uh, welcome, bro. It's good to have you on the show. And just a question to, before we get into it, you know, is, is this your first podcast? Yeah, I would say so. All right, awesome, 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 man. And, you know, we're looking forward to it and we'll just jump straight into it bro without further ado so can you tell the listeners now a bit about yourself where you're from uh, what you're currently doing and what you get up to in your free time uh, so I'm a little bit mixed my father is originally from Palestine my mother is Jordanian that was born and raised in Saudi Arabia I came to the UK here to study for my undergrad I did animation visual effects and then halfway through my undergrad I realized that that's not what I really want to do in life I don't want to be sitting in front of a computer designing stuff I want to be out there with the people so I decided to change something different which was international management for my masters and that's it really what I get up to in my free time I usually like drawing, watching movies, playing video games, watching football. Fair enough, bro. Fair enough. On that, you know, you, like you said, you're Palestinian, you're from Saudi, you know, you're a whole mix. So you've got multiple cultures embedded into you. Like, I bet you've got loads. When it comes to cooking, you can cook absolutely anything from anywhere, can you? Oh, yeah. I love cooking food. It's one of my actual passions in life. So I really enjoy cooking. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and actually, that leads in perfectly into the next question as well. Like, can you tell our listeners what you'd say your passions are and what you love most about them? So I would say stuff like cooking, it's, it's very much tells me is relieving my stress for some reason. So I like that. I also like drawing. But most importantly, I'm very passionate about trying new things. I never say no to any new experience, really. Right. So I want to ask you a bit like about, you know, your passion about drawing. And obviously you said you did animated graphics as your bachelor's degree. And obviously you love drawing. So what kind of drawings do you create in your free time? So when I started learning drawing, I just started with pencil sketching. Then I started getting into oil painting, water painting. What I'm trying to learn right now is digital painting. Like even though I can do animations, I can do visual effects. But when it comes to digital painting, I still struggle with it. And I'm still like very keen on learning that. Okay, that's very interesting. So you could essentially paint the entire Teesside University campus, for instance. No, I wouldn't go that far yet, no. <laughs> well, I mean, it's something. I like how, you know, you've said it's something you use to, you know, to relieve stress and all that. So that encapsulates everything quite perfectly as well. And obviously you're open to learning new things. Yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry. I'm just saying, in a way, it just really clears your mind. So you're not really thinking about anything else. You can just have your music on the side, start drawing. It's just very peaceful. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely. I think that's one of the most creative ways of expressing. So, you know, kudos to you for getting into that. And hopefully I could also get your help one day in doing a, a self-portrait if we can get that sorted out. And so, you know, moving on to the next question, obviously this one is a bit of a personal one and it, it really gets at the heartstrings. But who would you say has inspired you? And made a positive impact on you? Oh, uh, 
I would definitely start with my parents, to be honest. Uh, my dad has a really interesting story. So he's originally from Palestine. He went to Jordan to study for his undergraduate degree. That was in 1982. And halfway through his university, his father passed away. And he only read about it in a newspaper. He couldn't even call or visit. No one even managed to like see him until like he, he finished his undergraduate degree. Because obviously it's two different countries. Once he finished his degree, he started like working and like supporting himself while studying. So he was paying for his own degree while studying at the same time. So he ended up finishing his degree and then moving to Saudi. And then that's when he started working there. And right now he's like the CEO of a company called Natcom, which is like the platinum partner for HP in Saudi Arabia. And I mean, this guy has set the bar very high for us. In a way, when he's talking about himself, at some point I asked him, like, what do you think about what you achieved in life? And he didn't say I achieved something that was very difficult. He said I achieved something that I wasn't supposed to achieve because that's how far for him that was. And that really inspires me a lot. Like, I can't let this guy down. So he's always, like, giving me positivity to keep on going and trying my best. Absolutely, man. And that's a really, really inspiring story. Obviously, shout out to your dad as well. You know, in those times where things were difficult, you know, he managed to overcome and work through those challenges. And, you know, with all the adversities that were going on, he managed to keep determined and focused throughout that phase, which is really, really inspiring. Because looking back at it, like you said, you know, he worked his way through and he got himself to a stage where, you know, he's successful. He's had you, got married. And what it's, it's all resulted in, as you went through the motions, you went through the journey of success and he never gave up which is really really inspiring so obviously shout out to your dad once again bro well obviously since i gave a shout out for my dad i have to go for my mom as well as we all know behind every successful man there's a woman supporting him yeah so i mean she met him i think during his final years at uni and obviously they got married she went with him to saudi it was a difficult life at first especially the my mom's situation was a little bit different than my dad's so they were originally from the same village in palestine but my mother was born and raised in Jordan. She was in a comfortable situation in life, unlike my dad, but then she just powered through it to support him. And then obviously they ended up having like an amazing future. Absolutely, man. It's, it's like a fairy tale ending, isn't it? <laughs> in a way. It is tailored to what they've gone through. And that's really, really inspiring and heartwarming, bro. You know, thank you for sharing that. So, you know, we'll move on to the next question. And obviously, this one will also get you thinking about, you know, a lot of the, the positive things that have happened in your life so far. But what experience or experiences would you like to tell me and the listeners that you've gone through that has shown you that positivity still exists in the world and in people? I would say that was after I finished my undergrad. So uh, as I already mentioned, like halfway through my undergraduate degree, I realized it's not really something that I want to do for like a job. So to be honest, I kind of started becoming a little bit lazy while working on it. And that wasn't really the best thing that I've done. But when it came to like graduating, I ended up not getting the results that I want for my master's. And I wasn't sure what to do. It ended up that I, I was supposed to leave the country uh, within a week because of my visa. And I started like going for help, asking the people that I work with, obviously, like the majors and the student ambassadors, uh, Gary and Angela and everyone else there. So they all supported me. Within a week, I ended up getting accepted into the university, into the masters that I want and getting my visa. And the way like how everyone just started helping out, that was amazing. Absolutely. That's a perfect example of like the culture, I'd say that the student ambassadors team have like it's very, very family oriented. And, you know, when 
when one of us like needed help, you know, they stepped up and they really helped Jordan. The fact that they got things sorted out quite quickly, man, that's really, really good. And obviously shout out to them, you know, Gary, Angela, Emily and, and Charlotte and anyone else who may have been there before we joined. You know, they've made a positive difference to the university and I hope they continue to have many, many successes going forward. Yeah, definitely did. Absolutely. So, you know, the next question, bro, you know, obviously you've come from the Middle East and you've come to a new country with, with a different culture and different way of, of living. And obviously you've acclimatized and you've adapted yourself very, very well. Obviously in that time and obviously before that, can you tell our listeners from all the experiences you've gone through, your formula for overcoming challenges that you've faced? So to be honest, I'd say a lot of people will end up saying the same thing, but it's like trying regardless of how many times you end up uh, failing. That's always the right formula for success. But something as well that I always look for, and I think it's something that our generation and the generation younger than us don't really enjoy, is going for someone with more experience and asking them for guidance and advice. I don't think our generation really enjoys sharing these kind of things. They don't like going for people asking questions. We want to be a know-it-all but that's not really how the world works it's really good to like go to people with experiences and asking them to guide you there's nothing wrong about it and I'm sure no one would say no to sharing their uh, experience you know it's, it's an astonishing thing that obviously that's how things are as we're living and you know with going to somebody for help or wanting to increase your knowledge you're actually putting yourself in a better position to overcome challenges because obviously you've had the wisdom of those who've come before you who've gone through the same things and it also helps because you could also save yourself going through the process of, of making a mistake and then like dealing with the overall impact of that mistake you made so I think it's it's really really important you know we always reach out to people and ask questions and we're always in a position to want to learn and improve ourselves going forward as well so on that note obviously I know you mentioned failure and that leads into the next question as well but what would you say in your opinion is the most valuable thing about failure Again, I think that's the answer that most people would have, which is basically what you've learned from your mistakes. There's definitely a valuable lesson every time you fail. So if you fail without learning that lesson, the whole failure was pointless, if that makes sense. When you fail, you need to know what went wrong and how you can fix it for the next times. Absolutely, bro. And, you know, failure in itself, it's a lesson and it's feedback on what we're working on and, and, and working towards on our journey or on the road to success. So, you know, it's, it's very valuable feedback. And like, it's, it's interesting how some people perceive it as a bad thing, but others like us, we, we don't really perceive it as a bad thing because, you know, we want to use that as a platform to get better. And, you know, it's, it's feedback, like I said, and you know what you can do and what you can't do. And then from there, you become better and you become more adaptable to changing scenarios scenarios as well so on that note you know I, I know from the time we worked together as well I, I know you see you're, you're hard working you're optimistic and you're a very very determined person so the next question obviously is one that we were looking forward now and what would you say excites you about the future going forward Honestly, everything. Before I go to sleep, I always visualize myself living my best life, achieving all my goals. But I never actually imagined like my actual goal of me achieving it. I imagined the journey because I think the journey is the most exciting thing about the future. Once you you achieved your goal, it's like you're done. There's nothing left for you unless you want to start working on a new goal. But the journey into the actual goal that you want, that's where all the learning, that's all where the excitement is. That's where you really need to focus and that's what really excites me absolutely bro and it's, it's one of those obviously you learn and when you're going through the journey when you reach the end when you look back at it you see 
you've grown and developed as an individual points in time where you've learned different things so it, it is really really exciting looking from where you came from to where you are now so there's that song by drake you probably know it as well but uh started from the bottom and be here so on that actually bro you know with what you said like you imagine yourself and you visualize the journey on the road to success when you're working on things now you know as you're going through the grind what would you say helps you stay focused and productive when you're completing tasks I would honestly always set myself short term goals obviously long term goals are what everyone's looking for but when you have long term goals you'll always be like oh I still got time that's not going to happen anytime soon but the way to actually achieve the long-term goals is by having short-term goals set for you so you can just be like it could be anything really you could just be like oh by tomorrow i want to apply to 10 jobs for example or by tomorrow i want to bake something it could be anything really but just always have a goal for each day and that will always help you stay focused on your challenges and completing your activity Absolutely, bro. And, you know, it's, it's a constant process of you, you know, like you said, you, you start small and you build up momentum as you get better and you, you gain confidence in, in the ability to, to actually complete tasks as well. So, you know, it can be as small as making uh, your bed to ordering yourself a book off like Amazon or like you said, applying for a job. I think, you know, that's a very good one. Like you, you get up and you say today, I just want to apply for one job to tick that off my list. And obviously there's a good feeling of satisfaction that you've managed to tick off that particular thing that you set yourself to achieve as well. So small steps, but you build up towards the bigger task gradually. And that's how I would say. To be honest, even in a way, if it's not actually building up to the final goal or to the long term goal, you don't want to spend a day without being productive. You don't want to have a lazy day just staying in bed doing nothing. Like, okay, you can have your breaks, but every single day you have to have something that you do that is very productive that's going to help you later. Exactly, and it's, it's helping you grow as, an, as a person because you, you want to keep your brain learning something new every day, isn't it? So, you know, on, on that actually, bro, you know, leading into the next question, I know you mentioned that you, you like cooking and you like digital painting as well as a form of relieving stress. What else would you say you do on top of those things to help you like de-stress in, in situations where things get a bit intense? I would say like I always try to take my time off, try to relax. And then start by analyzing the situation, look at a detailed plan of action that I can do to help me get through the stress. Yeah, there's plenty of things that you can do to help you relieve stress, but you also have to think about what caused the stress in the first place and how you can overcome that issue. And that's how you do it. Analyze the situation and have a plan of action. And always do it when you're relaxed. Never actually act while you're still stressed in the moment. So you can start by... Yeah. Let's just say something happened. My way of like dealing with the stress would be painting or cooking. As soon as I'm relaxed of this stuff, I can start making a plan of action and then I can overcome that situation that occurred. Absolutely, Bruno. I love how you've mentioned, you know, you use your other activities to complement the process of problem solving the thing that's causing you stress or the challenge you're facing as well. And I agree because taking a step back and relaxing and doing something that relieves you of that stress helps your mind subconsciously work on solutions to the, the challenge or the thing that's actually causing the stress in the first place. So that in your particular situation, obviously you've, you know, you can go and create a fantastic, you know, five star meal and then obviously eat it, you enjoy it and then when you go back and you find and you start problem solving solutions to the challenge you're facing 
it's a lot smoother because you know you're in the best state of mind you've had a good time cooking and you feel accomplished from that so you bring that momentum into innovating and finding a solution for what your work like what was causing you stress in the first place as a bit of a random question bro you know what would you say is the meal you've made that you are extremely proud of we have this uh, middle eastern dish called which is like vine leaves and you roll it and you stuff it with rice and that's very difficult to cook just because of the whole rolling process and honestly once i did that i was like super proud of myself like how how long would you say it took like to make was it an hour two hours well just the rolling bit is what takes time really and i know my mom could do it for six people in around an hour i did it for like three people it took me way longer than that because i was still learning but i ended up doing it and that's what matters really Exactly, the fact that you accomplished that and you've made a, a traditional dish, you know, that everyone can enjoy and, you know, you've done it because it, it takes time to make and there's a lot of precision and technique that goes into it. So, you know, well done to you for achieving that as well, bro. So we'll move on to the, the next question, bro. And obviously this one is more of a reflection question as well. So it's going to be interesting because obviously we've getting your perception of it. But what would you say are your strongest qualities, right? And which one of these would you love to teach somebody who is interested in learning from you? I would say my communication skills, maybe my positivity and my work ethic, really. Because these what I feel are like my strongest qualities. But if I were to teach someone something, I would always go for positivity because everything is always better with a smile on. Yeah, I agree, bro. Building build on for, from what you said before, would you say there's anything you're looking to learn like going forward or a skill you feel you may be missing that you want to add? Well, to be honest, I feel like learning new skills never really stops. So you'll always have something missing in a way or something that needs improvement. Maybe because of my current situation, like with the job that I'm doing, I feel like I'm kind of good at everything I do. Maybe if I move to a new position, I'll end up needing to learn new skills. And that's when things like that feel like, oh, I may be missing a skill here. I might need to start learning or I need improvement on that certain thing. But I feel because I've been like a student ambassador for around six years now, I have it under control, really. But as soon as I move to a new position, that's when the learning starts. So you, you, you say that in, in the current context, you're just waiting for you to start the new job and then that's when you identify what new skills you want to learn. Yeah, pretty much. But at the same time, you're not really supposed to just wait for a job to, in order to learn something new. I again started to try and improve my digital painting, as I mentioned earlier. Just because I, I have a lot of free time, there's nothing to do. I'm not in a job yet to start learning new skills, but I don't want to waste my time. I want to be productive. I want to do something. So I went back to digital painting. I was like, I want to nail this. Absolutely, Brian. We're looking forward to what you produce in the digital painting setup because it's slightly different from like actual painting and, and drawing and sketching because you you know you have the ability to undo and edit and redo and all that stuff. So at least there's a lot more flexibility when you're creating designs and, and paintings and all of that. So on that note, bro, in closing, what inspiring words would you like to tell all of the listeners who've listened to your episode today who are looking to improve themselves? I would say everyone's got a bright future ahead. All you need to do is just plan, work, and start achieving. Also, never say no to any new experiences, no matter what, because this will be your learning curves. That's how you will learn new things. That's how you will improve yourself as a person and obviously build your character. Absolutely, bro. And those are some very, very powerful words as well. Like everyone has got their own unique hero story that they're going to tell one day. And 
you know, it, it, we're all running the race, obviously, at different paces, you know, given our, our, our scenarios and our circumstances. And like you said, when you're open, when you keep yourself open to learning new things, you might actually discover a passion or, you know, your, your calling just from trying out new things. So I would also add on to that and say, you know, I encourage everyone who's listened to your episode also try new things. Always be open to trying new things and finding new things you can be good at because discovery is the best place for you to find what you can do, uh, what you can learn and how you can become better. Exactly. Uh, just to add on that, as I've already mentioned before, I did animation and then I changed. That's all because I did not say no to the new experiences that came in front of me. So I had experience to work with young children. I had experience to like advertise the university. I have a lot of new experiences. And that made me want to change what I actually do. And there's nothing wrong in that. As as long as you're trying new things, you're doing what you're passionate about. That's what really matters. Yeah, and, and you're not narrowing yourself. You're keeping yourself open to a lot of possibilities. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. And that's really, really powerful, bro. And, you know, thanks again for sharing that. And on that note, we've now reached the end of another fantastic episode here on the Potent Podcast. Thank you all for listening in and reaching the end of the episode. I'd like to thank my very good friend and guest, Hazim, for coming onto the show. Thank you for joining, bro. Thank you. My pleasure. Join me again next where I talk to another guest and hear another amazing story and listen to how they've overcome their challenges and encompass the values of POTN. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts and YouTube. Please leave a like, a review and a comment. It will help the algorithm make my podcast easier for current and future listeners. Thank you all for listening. Till next time, be well and take care. Something colorful, little bit of red, red, yellow, purple, and blue. Hey, give me your hand for we enter this room. Music by Blue Shalom.